I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey everyone, Mark from Guitar Nerds here, letting you know about this week's Patreon episode. Head to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where you can get an extra half an hour of Guitar Nerds content every week. This week we talk about how Joe's turned around completely on one of his least favourite brands, some behind the scenes gossip about Gitcon, and also find out about Jay's massive head. Find out more, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Jay Cross. Hello. And Joe Branton. Hello. There we go. Multiple starts and to get the, just the perfect intro. Well, you know. And I think we just about got there. Well, How's it going, everyone? It's going good, Lovely. Thank you. It's really, really hot in here. Take off all your clothes. I can't. I just to take my trousers off, off and just wiggle it all about a bit. I'd be, I'd be happy to open the window, but normally when I open a window, everybody complains seagull uh, about the seagulls. Yeah. yeah, that I got caught out. Um, I don't know if I told you this. I got caught out a uh, about a handful of months ago when I just started my new job I was on the phone to my boss who's in the US and also a couple of other fairly important people in the US and uh, someone stopped halfway through a conversation and went is somebody on a boat you went yes. and I was like oh no they were like I, I, I could be wrong but I'm sure I just heard some seagulls go past and I was like yeah sorry that was me the fella who's only worked for this company for a week I'm, I'm on a boat. Home. <laughs> I'm on a boat. I'm actually on a boat. Um, yep, yeah, so no seagull noises. We've got the door closed, but it is incredibly hot. The yeah. awkward transition from summer into autumn, the official name for the third season of the year. Depends where you start, really. No, no. Autumn is the official name of the third season of the year. Okay. Um, so, Joe Branton, good to have you back oh, after thanks, a few man. weeks off. No, I've only been off one, but thanks, Mark. Really? It feels, it's felt like yeah, a Yeah, no, long, it was just the one cast. A long time. Yeah, just one podcast. And actually, weren't you, you hadn't even left when we podcasted. No, no, no. We just orchestrated it so that you weren't yeah. going to be around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just playing a gig somewhere. Because you podcast early last week. Friday. Now we're I back think. on time. Um, so, where have you been? I'm sure some people know where you've been, but mm. do you want to give us a bit of a rundown about why we missed you last week? Yes. Well, you say missed him. Well, I, I literally mean he wasn't on the podcast. Right. Okay. Well, sort of like, I, I mean, I listened in and it was dry as sandpaper, guys. So, so uh, I'll tell I Mary that. Was, I'll, uh, I'll was... tell our guest host, Mary Spender, that, that you thought that her <laughs> presentation... That. <laughs> uh, good. I thought it was good. I, I really enjoyed last week. We didn't. We missed you in the sense of, like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Like, people... They're searching for her because of her crimes, not because someone is misses her companionship. I Jeez, didn't people, really, I didn't really understand people that. N- right. People need to know where she is for the good of the world, but not because they want to interact with well, her. Well, I mean, I thankfully, just, the internet was full of... My Instagram feed was full of pictures showing where Joe was. My WhatsApp feed was. I saw the stuff that wasn't on the internet. That's true. Blimey. Blimey. So where were you? <laughs> so um, so this week, last week, I went to um, to Germany. Uh, to the <laughs> <laughs> I went to Germany to the uh, Framus and Warwick factory in Nuremberg. No, it's not there. It's outside of there. That was the nearest airport. And then we had to drive for two hours. So some, some absolute sort of 
back end of Bavaria. It was, it was, it, it, to be honest, a, an absolutely terrible town. But uh, the Warwick and Framus factory was uh, fantastic. So I was there for um, Gitcon. Seems appropriate. It's poorly, poorly named, isn't it? It doesn't. It doesn't. Obviously, named by Germans who Guitcon. maybe maybe don't have Git in the same sort of sense. Oh but, no, I I thought it was. Again, yeah, having seen the internet, I thought it was quite aptly named. I thought yeah. there was plenty of gits knocking about. Uh, oh, Thanks, gits, mate. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, so GitCon was an event put on by uh, YouTuber Henning Pauly. Um, and the whole idea of it, of it was to get uh, all the top YouTubers for guitar-related stuff. Why were you there? Because um, <laughs> our YouTube channel is popular. Uh. Um, and uh, they actually they wanted me yeah, but main, I couldn't I couldn't main, go mainly me okay I mean, okay if you look at the percentage of the video mainly me I would say actually we weren't on, we weren't first choice I, I, you know, <laughs> we, we genuinely weren't I think what happened was some places became available and super Henning, subs basically Henning had already saying. invited Mary Spender and she <laughs> suggested us Who, uh, who's uh, a legendary super sub uh, Oli Gunnar Schauscher. Yeah, that's what we are of the, yeah. the oh, uh, guitar sake. YouTube world. Or, uh, or Jermaine Defoe, of course, the highest substitute appearance goal We probably scorer. are. I would say if we're anyone, we're the Jermaine Defoe of... Uh, yeah, we, we've never won a Champions League. You know, you guys know what our like, American listenership is to UK listenership yeah, when you make obscure UK sports it, references. Excuse me, Jermaine Defoe played at least one season in Canada. Toronto, mm-hmm. yeah. Hit friends with Drake. They're yeah. in the MLS. Yeah, that's exactly. practically America. Okay, all right. Fine. Anyway, so yes, I went to this thing, and this uh, the Gitcom was basically had all the kind of the top YouTube channels uh, for guitar stuff all in one place. Now it was at the Framus Warwick factory, but it wasn't um, it wasn't uh, a Warwick Framus event as such. There were loads of other brands there, some mainstream and some super obscure, all sort of there. And Henning had set up a number of video rooms that we could all book out, and we could go and shoot whatever we want, shoot some demos, shoot some interviews, talk to each other, shoot take a pigeons. tour. That that too, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we could we could uh, we could we could also make use of the like there was a a kind of a nice Warwick lounge area with sofas and a and a little uh, sort of uh, soundproof booth and things yeah. like that. So we made use of all the space um, and uh, just had a week there to sort of make some cool content. So it was we were working nine until six every day. All the YouTubers in in those tough those spaces. Tough gig making uh making content and then um and then we'd have dinner and then from eight until 11 there were live streams from the warwick venue which is also on the site of the warwick factory uh and the live streams would involve a topic being discussed uh, each night it was going out on the on the warwick youtube i posted links in the in our facebook um and there'd be that for like an hour and a half and then there would be jams going on for the for the latter part part of it and then, you know, inevitably after that, all of the YouTubers went back to the hotel bar, drank at the hotel bar till about 3am in the morning and then had to had to get back up. I can't imagine which part of the day you were most involved in and most looking forward to. I reckon <laughs> probably the jamming. Yeah, I think yeah. probably the jamming. Yeah, that was your... You were like, I cannot wait to do a jam. I absolutely outdid myself drinking wise like uh, <laughs> seems to be a recurring theme there's an event that you go to and you come back a changed man yes yes there's uh, there's some fantastic video footage um on my camera that tyler from music is win filmed of me drinking a row of glasses of red wine followed by two gin and tonics and a beer it was pretty impressive that was not bad i mean the next morning was an absolute write-off. Boozik is weird. I had to. I had to. <laughs> I had to give my my room that I'd hired to shoot a video. I had to give it to Trey from Gear Gods because I, I I was just hugging the table in the corner and couldn't get up. But anyway, it was really professionalism good. is. <laughs> well, if you're gonna send just me, well, that is a problem. That is a problem. So yeah, so it was really good. There were loads of um, loads of cool people there. So some of the people that were there, there was. Um, uh, Tom Quayle was there excellent sort of incredible jazz fusion guitarist um, Tom Quayle he was excellent actually one of the best ones I shot one of my favourite podcasts um, with uh, with Tom Quayle um, Mary Spender and Tyler from Music Is Win that was, yep. that was really strong um, obviously as I've said Tyler from Music Is Win uh, Trey from Gear Gods Pixie Licks uh, The Tone King um, Glenn Fricker from Spectre Sound Studios um, Phil X was there I got to play with him which was pretty cool we should probably talk about that you 
I say we, we joked around about you jamming, um, but you did actually have a jam that is available to watch on the internet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can watch. If you if you go onto the Work and Framers site, they've got the, the GitCon live streams. And on the Friday night, um, Mary Spender, me, Phil X, and Toby, who is uh, one of the guys from TC Electronic, he played drums, um, got up and did a cover of Creams. Creams. Not... Not John Mayer, Creams, Crossroads. Mary Spender may have played the John Mayer guitar parts, but I was playing Jack Bruce's bass line. So it wasn't, I did not play a John Mayer song on stage. Mm, seemed so like you were clear. quite enjoying it. I mean, it was mainly, it did seem very much like the John Mayer version, and you did seem to be getting rather into it. No, I didn't get into that. Do we have a new so John Mayer convert? No. Are you no, a bit no, of a fan? But then Spend after a whole that, week around some guitarist and now you like John Mayer no I do not I do not like John Mayer bit weird no I don't like him anyway after that we did one of Mary Spender's songs and that was to be honest I thought that was like the performance of the whole event I thought it was great Phil X um, worked out a solo like off the top of his head which was her vocal line even though we'd never heard the song before like she literally told us the chord progression whilst we were on stage and then we started did she say watch me for the changes Changes, try try and keep keep up." up maybe that's that sounds cool. Also, yeah. one of the things that I liked about that little story there was um, your amazement that anybody could could just listen like to some music <laughs> and then play it. <laughs> well, because it's, it's, it's probably it's, it's probably a, a, like a twelve-bar blues her song, like you know, rough. Yeah, yeah. It's popular music. It was, it was a shuffle. It's yeah. not like it's not like a polymath song where yeah. I, I invited him over to, and the thing is, is he had to listen. He couldn't get the seven eight into fourteen three change. He uh, didn't. He didn't figure it out straight he, away. He could only remember seven out of the twenty five minutes of the song. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was that was really good. That was for, for me. That was a real highlight of the of the whole thing. Getting to perform that, I had loads of fun. Um, but yeah, other other cool people that were there. Colin from CS Guitars. If if you've never checked out his YouTube channel, I think his is great because he approaches stuff from a uh, a scientific perspective. So he'll do a video on like um, the difference between humbuckers, P90s, and single coils. But he'll talk about scientifically what occurs to make those three pickups sound different okay like how those sound waves are treated by yeah. each which is great it's such an such an interesting sort of way to look at things <clears throat> so yeah it was really cool meeting him as well nick reinhardt was there um who uh, have we done anything with nick reinhardt have i just done stuff uh, with we, him for we've got pissed with him a couple of times oh yeah that's just that's you it, guys yeah you know yeah we've not done anything on on guitar nerds well we have now because uh, i did a I did, I did a podcast with him and i got nick reinhardt because nick reinhardt works with juan alderette who was also there yeah um because they do pedals and effects.com and i arranged to get pedals and effects.com and that pedal show on a podcast together because i thought that would be quite interesting yeah to definitely because sort of, uh, they come from such different angles but actually problematically what really happened was the fact that neither of them knew anything about each other and so, so there is just like absolutely zero chemistry oh, dear. <laughs> but i'm sure it's fine i'm sure it's better when i listen back to it i haven't I haven't got that far yet but um but you're supposed cool. to be the ringmaster in all these things mm-hmm. like you're supposed to be the glue that holds it all together yeah yeah i know i know in, in reality but, you've been drinking glue all night yeah. and then <laughs> <laughs> couldn't hold yeah, anything right. together <laughs> exactly and uh, and frog leap studios was there mark i know you're a big fan leo uh from frog leap studios uh turned up um which was totally cool um he shot a, a video with all of us which is great so we're all going to be in it um so i almost I almost said something about what happens in that video which i'm not allowed to say so i'm embargoed that. yeah totally embargoed on that uh but that was really cool um uh pete thorne was there i've yep. got I, I took photos of pete thorne falling asleep in the lobby i took photos of glenn fricker falling asleep during a gig <laughs> <laughs> bear in mind he owns a recording studio is that one ever going to see the light of day which is glenn fricker's bum crack oh, uh, that's i put that up on the facebook group. okay well there um, we go facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash uh, guitar nerds forum you can see yeah uh, the man fricker's himself bum crack the moment when he was <laughs> bending over in a table so behind ridiculous. us and uh and Mary realised and got Tom Quayle to turn around and stare right into it. It was, uh, it was great. But um, but yeah, so these, th- those are all cool. Th- I mean, loads of videos are going to occur. I think one of the most exciting ones is Pete Thorne um, got a Marshall Plexi, put it in the in the sound booth, turned it up to ten, 
and uh, had all of us come in one by one annihilated and play a little play a little riff on it Trey from Gear Gods didn't bring any ear protection with him Sweet. so did it without yeah and he felt Idiot. he felt physically sick for some time yep. afterwards um, Mary said she was getting palpitations from like yeah. from from having played yeah, if you amp, stand so the, if you stand near an amp that loud, it does odd things to your body. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you should really wear ear, uh, hearing protection. Yeah, I think most other people did, but it was uh, it was really good. I mean, one of the highlights was actually meeting Phil X as well because he was such a down to earth and lovely geezer. Yeah, his kind of online persona is kind of brash. Um, but yeah, you're saying he's like a bit more low key in real life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was watching him. I was the other side of a camera whilst. Um, whilst uh, one of the other channels was interviewing him and like just halfway through he popped out his phone and started showing the interviewer like videos of his kids just like check this out <laughs> yeah yeah it was great he was such a he was such just a down-to-earth guy so that was that was super cool um we should talk about the gear that was there yeah i um, mean obviously it was packed with youtubers but you mentioned there was like some brands there as well yeah that's right so um so some cool things that were there um bear in mind i've recorded loads of podcasts there so i'll try and talk about some of the stuff that i haven't necessarily gone into so much detail in the gitcon yeah. ones but um ibanez turned up not many new releases for ibanez at the moment but one of the things i thought was cool that they had was they had the new joe satriani you know his i don't like the look of his guitar the js series yeah whatever yeah i don't <laughs> good. know it's good yeah good okay. to know you're taking it in pixie looks was really into it um, what's different because they there was a time when there were a lot of js guitars there was the js 1000 2000 the 700 which mm-hmm. was a stop tail p90 version Good guitar if you can still get it. So this one has a Sustainiac. Okay, of course. And it comes in muscle car red. Oh, hasn't that guitar been out for a while? No, muscle car orange has been out for a while. This is the first one in red and with a Sustainiac, but it's that guitar. Okay. That was quite cool. It was the JS1200. Right, okay. Um, I don't know what it is now. That's quite cool. I I don't know if Pixie Dix bought it in the end. He nearly did. There were a couple of people that bought guitars. Phil McKnight bought one of Phil X's signature really whilst he was there so just so he could get was this one all just like a real covert thing by warwick and framers to be like we'll get a load of people <laughs> who spend a load of money on guitars we'll yeah. tell them they're there for a convention slash filming opportunity but we're going to try and sell them more guitars yeah that's that's possibly possibly what it was but yeah that that guitar was cool um actually yeah we did we shot some some stuff with it uh it was quite interesting to hear gear gods playing on it because he's like he's full Degent, okay, so he okay. was like he was making. I think real, it's pronounced gent. I, I like saying degent. Okay, good. He was making a real sort of interesting, like conventional use of the sustainiac, and then and then Mary did. Sorry, a whole what piece. Is, what do you mean conventional use of the sustainiac? Well, using it like you would like using it like you would you would get natural sustain out of a guitar. Yeah, I guess right. So, so not using it to excess. Yes, using it for select bits and bobs. Right. Whereas, like, uh, Mary recorded uh, a piece where she was using it really soundscapey, um, which was kind of cool. I thought that was cool. That was a cool guitar. But the most interesting guitars there, and I do mention this on the other podcast, but I can't not. I also shot a video on them for for us with Juan Alderette and Nick Reinhardt, which at this point, and this will go out tomorrow, so this is fine. At this point, I don't know if this video will see the light of day. Really? These Why? guitars were hilarious. They were called Universum guitars. Okay. Um, they were from somewhere that's not Russia, but it's close to Russia. Okay, we could be getting a d- dodgy territory yeah. with your geography there. Yeah, so possibly. let's carry on. Who knows? Um, but yeah, they were. They did some really. Okay, so here was the best guitar that they did: an acoustic, which is a solid body. Yeah. With a built-in condenser mic. Yeah, that's fine. It looks like a Les Paul, but Wait, it's solid body. Solid body. It looks like a Les Paul. It's solid, but it has a little hole that was described looks a bit like a cat's ass <laughs> by some YouTubers referred to it as that. Uh, <laughs> it was like a brass cat's ass under the strings, and that cat's brass that led to on the top sort of horn. Well, it's a single cut, so sort of the, that cut bit. Yeah, and there was a grill, and behind that was a condenser mic a little condenser mic but the rest of the body was solid what's it recording then like the the strings (laughs) 
<laughs> Why? And it also had a piezo uh, under the bridge as well, and you could balance between the mic and the piezo. Did it have any magnetic pickups? No. So just a piezo and the m- mic. Wait, hang on. The mic was only recording the... St- it was only capturing the sound of the string well, and yeah. the natural resonance well, did- of the body yes. as well, presumably. Yeah, exactly. Presumably, as it was inside the body, as it were. But here's the best bit. On the headstock, there's a huge clamp which you can click down and it dampens the strings. Uh, how? Because it's like a big mute. It's like a big chunky mute that you click down. On the headstock? Uh, yeah, so it's just, what? it hangs over the top of the first fret and you click it down. And Why? Then, so that you've, instead of getting ring, you get bring. But how do you play the first fret? Well, you can still play the first fret because it's quite high up on the first fret. Like low down, jeez, you you know how you low know down how, like, on dampening it, works. Like it's, yeah, but why do it there? Why not do it at the bridge? Well, because this was they had a piezo to deal with at the bridge. Yeah, but it, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It was surely it changes intonation and stuff if you're pushing the strings down. Well, on the first like, fret. probably not. I mean, of, it's, it's only the yeah, same. It's just as, a little bit of foam, isn't it? Yeah, it's only the same as on like a on a jazz master or whatever. You know, you sometimes yeah, but you're get, doing it at the bridge. Yeah, from, sure. From up underneath. Doing it down over the top of a fretted part of the instrument, that just sounds like it's not going to work. Probably yeah. not. Well, if it's it too, did work. If it's not I thought it heavy. sounded very nice. I guess it depends on the pressure. Yeah, because you know people tie like um, like hair ties around that bit to like yeah, exactly. dampen it down. But yeah. it seems weird that it's a clamp. Now, what if I told you that was their most conventional guitar? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So they also did an official like art guitar for Lexus. Okay. So it was a guitar modelled after the dashboard <laughs> and design of a Lexus. Why does that exist? <laughs> it was so good. Nick Reinhardt loved it. He was playing it loads. Yeah, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that one. There was one that had the the front of the guitar looked a little bit like a St. Vincent. Okay. But the back of the guitar was a shell. Like a styled after a shell like the shape of a shell you know how shells ripple yeah it was like that and rounded like a wasn't shell wasn't that really uncomfortable to like try <laughs> and sit really and play really uncomfortable to sit with yeah. we were gonna sit and play it but it kept like falling down in my lap so I was like oh, slide guitar only yeah <laughs> just the shell guitar exactly so there was that but so no one bought one of those then no okay but the best one the best one <laughs> I love how just there's more the hits keep coming they had a um a travel guitar. I nearly saw it then. They had a travel guitar. Okay. They had a travel guitar. Bad at the best of times. No. Always good. Always amazing. What was the uh, What was the vibe? It comes in its own briefcase. <laughs> its own leather briefcase. And it has a fold. So, so this is not just a short guitar, basically. No. It's a full-size guitar. So you open the briefcase. The body is folded up in two. So you click that so that it's now in, in one piece then you click the head the the neck round and then you click the headstock up how not with the strings on it i take it so here's the slight flaw in the design yes with the strings on and they have little velcro bits that you put around the strings when you collapse it so that they stay in place but here's the problem if you're going to do that you need to have a locking nut yes. cuz the strings will just come out yeah and they didn't so when you clicked it round, all your strings... Like, you're trying to click it round, but at the same time, keep all the strings in the nut. Did you get a video of this? Yeah, this is why I'm saying I don't know if the video will see the light of day, because it... All the strings popped out. Like, oh, God, it was... Like, I felt bad. There was me, Juan, and Nick trying to put this guitar together. And they were like... These guys were like, uh, yeah, it's two minutes. It's two minutes it will take. <laughs> and uh, and Army? after... After about 15. <laughs> I wanna, why not just put this video out? Oh, yeah, because it was an absolute mess. You but, should put the uh, video out. I should. I, I think should. people want to see that. Maybe we do that as Patreon-exclusive oh, video. No, no, Our no, first no. ever Patreon-exclusive video. Internet. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, it was uh, that was a hilarious piece of kit. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. But there was... Sorry. Was there anything more conventional there? So, yeah, so there were some other things. Reverb turned up there with a whole load of um, cool old effects, which I'm going to put all the pedals up of on the on the website. But actually, one of the, the coolest things I thought that was there were um, TC turned up. Tor from TC was there. Yep. Podcast listener. Really? Yeah. Tor listens to the old podcast. Tor listens to the podcast. Did he, he go, oh, why is the worst one come along? He came up to me. Did he? Yeah. And went... 
Blimey. <laughs> he was like, you're shorter than you sound. Really? <laughs> Aren't we all? Except yeah. for Jay. I mean, he is about seven foot tall. Yeah, he's a tall... Yeah. I've met him before. He's a, he's yeah, a he's tall a, man. He's a tall guy. But yeah, he was great. He actually wanted to interview me. He did an interview of me on the TC channel. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Blimey. It's pretty funny. Scraping the barrel. Yeah, clearly. Is that after he'd interviewed everyone else? Like, yeah, I mean, yes. Everyone so else was, was knackered, uh, and then you were like, oh, you're, because of your late night boozing, your body clock had gone out of sync. And everyone else was asleep, but you two were still up and the only person left to interview. I, it, Is that what happened? I think it it wasn't far from that. <laughs> I think what happened was they came over to where I was where where me and Mary were sitting to ask Mary to come over and do like an interview and, went, and make oh, a tone you better, print. You better <laughs> they were come like, over as oh, well. Oh, yes. Uh, maybe you can come too. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure so as a podcast listener, he's going to really appreciate your accent. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. He was all right. But yeah. So, so you're um, going to have a tone print. Everyone there made a tone print. Yeah. Okay. So you'll are be you, officially we, listed on the website. We were texting about this in. Can't anyone the, make a tone print? The, we were texting about this in the group. Ch- well, presumably, yeah. But these are official tone prints. Those. Those. What those. is? What is it? What? Because I no, said I can't, I can't talk about it because I talk about it on another podcast. Is it a compressor? Are you serious? You did a compressor. It's the only thing he knows. No, I no. It's <sighs> not a compressor. It's not a compressor. The only reason it's not a is compressor it a, is it Joe Branton or is it Guitar Nerds? Uh, it's actually a, a polymath one. Oh, okay. That's oh, fine. yeah. So, I see. I see. No, because I don't have a sound. Get paid for on the old company dime <laughs> and using it for the other company dime. <laughs> well, it was. I had to. It was an actual sound that I needed. I mean, was it just like some weird yes. thing that doesn't sound like a yes. bass? Me and Nick Reinhardt were trying to outweird each other for tone prints that we were creating. He won. Okay. His is unbelievable we do a, a like virtually an entire podcast on it okay but, good uh, i look yeah. forward to that i want to see your little mug on the website yeah the it was official good. time print it's good but afterwards me and tor smoked a uh, licorice cigar or licorice pipe rather that's not like drugs is it because you don't want to get him into trouble that's oh. like a, just oh. a nice thing that you can smoke uh, yeah you don't really smoke them they're just sweets but he's like no we will take a picture i don't know why i've gone <laughs> russian for a danish man <laughs> I think we're steering yeah, too close get, into uh, something that's going to get us in trouble with a loyal podcast listener and industry insider. Yeah, so yeah, maybe sure. just keep the uh, impressions to a minimum. Yeah. Okay. One of the best things uh, that was there was that uh, Mary brought her drone and we were able to get on the Warwick and Famous roof and fly the drone around. What was quite good is on the first Did day... Did they let that- you play with the drone? What do you mean? Did Did you fly the drone at any point? Did... Mary Spender let me play with the £1,200 drone. That's my question. No, no. That's what I I thought the answer would be. You know, it took a a day for all the YouTubers to get to know each other, like, before we were all comfortable with each other. Maybe two, but I think they all got my dynamic by the the second day. They avoided you, basically. (laughs) No, they just didn't trust me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. All right, that's what you mean. When you say they got your dynamic, they realised... We can't rely on this geezer for yeah, anything, basically, especially yeah. in the morning. It only took them well, one day for us to for them to know what we've taken four years. Yeah. On one of the days, I was in such bad condition that Phil McKnight offered to go back to the hotel to get some protein bars. You must have looked really bad <laughs> for someone to make an extra journey back to the hotel to help yeah. you. You must look very bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Anyway, is there anything else that you want to cover for Gitcom? What's the schedule for getting these videos out there? Because some of this does actually sound like you've done a good job, which is surprising. I only did an okay job. So I, I can tell you what's coming, yes. what people have got to look forward to okay. on our YouTube channel. So um, so I filmed uh, some of the podcasts as well, so you can watch them as well as listen to them. Yeah. Um, I've got um, a really great one coming out with um, Pixielix and the Tone King. If you haven't checked out their YouTube channels, you should. They're both sort of relatively like gear-focused podcasts and two really, really sound dudes. Um, we just talked about all the stuff that we liked there at Gitcorn and went off on loads of tangents about like random stuff like um, like we spoke a lot about Sustainiac-style pickups and sort of the future of guitar and things like that. They were really interesting, cool people. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, the best one, as I said, was like a um, a podcast that I, that I would also put up on video with um, Tom Quayle, um, Tyler from Music Is Win, and Mary Spender. I also shot some Guitar Nerds exclusive um, p- 
performances, one by Tom Quayle and one by Mary Spender as well. So they're going to go out. Um, I do an interview with Juan Alderete, which will go up as a... Is that how you pronounce his name? Alderete. 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 I'm always concerned when I say it, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Probably wrong every time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I shot an interview with him, which was really cool. Um, I'm trying to pin together, put together, like, a vlog of the event so you can see all the stuff. Um, but, you know, to be honest, you know, I... Whew, my footage I'm trying to work out of it what's what's like the, okay enough the number one comment on the, or the most the most commented comment on our uh, video of the trip to the boss exhibition yeah. is was the cameraman drunk and I've just been responding yes yes, <laughs> yes. but that is true yeah. that is exactly what the case yeah. was I was absolutely hammered when yeah. we when we did that walk around um, but yeah yeah uh, uh, so what else has happened? So the, the vlog's coming out. I also did some cool things. Like I, I went around and asked everyone about their tone print and I've, I've sort of put that all together. I did um, I did a video where I went around and asked every single YouTuber there on the last day who they think had been the most consistently drunk. And was it you every time? And I've made like a little scoreboard of, of who the thing... i tell you what. I didn't win. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, well, don't spoil it. Let's uh, wait for that video to come out. I want to um, uh, see that. and uh, Or at least I was joint, joint first. I didn't win by a landslide. Okay. <laughs> I should have. Um, and um, I've I've done a funny video. I got everyone to play a funny song, and I'm mashing it all up into one big performance that includes all of the YouTubers. So that's 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 what's coming on the on the YouTube front. Anyway, I look forward to it. There's yeah, there's plenty of uh, videos up there already. Other people uh, yeah. with Gitcon stuff, which I think you're in some of them. Um, you're in. You're in. Them. You're in some of them. You are in some of them. Yeah. Um, so if you want to catch Joey B. Uh, yeah, you're in that live one, and you're in. Yeah, um, yes. So there's plenty of uh, Joe B footage out there if you want to track it down. But loads coming yeah. from the Guitarist there channel would this be, week. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. This week, at the end of this week, there'll be one. There would be a factory tour, but unfortunately, I was unconscious when it happened. Okay. But, uh, oh, that's a shame. I wanted to hear about how they. That's probably the most interesting. That was bit. the bit I was really looking forward to about how the the. There's zero waste. Yeah, that is really cool. We, we actually spoke about that anyway on one of the podcasts. We talked about that loads. Oh, there's a podcast coming out with Trey from Gear Gods as well, which will be on video as well as audio. Cool. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, audio yes. versions and video versions coming soon for mm-hmm. most of the interviews. Um, yeah, all very exciting. Yes, it will be great. What a wonderful event. Now, of course, you're not the only guitar nerd who's been out doing stuff. Um, Matt Knight, uh, as you know, is not here because he's off. The regular listeners will know that he's off in Japan um, doing his job share at Boss HQ in Hamamatsu. Um, but we have heard from Matt. The first episode of his Patreon-only series, Matt in Japan, uh, I couldn't think of a better title, 
is um, is up on Patreon now, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. If you want to um, catch up with what Matt's doing, uh, that is the place to do it. Um, at the uh, medium Patreon uh, level, you'll be able to hear Matt's tour diary. I think he's shooting for one every week because lots of stuff is going on. I noticed that he was out running with um, Yoshi, who is the uh, Yoshi Ikigami, the boss the head honcho boss. The boss. He, uh, He's the boss of boss. They've been out running. Yoshi friends requested me on Facebook the other day. Yeah. My Facebook is not like business safe. <laughs> I mean, nothing about you is business safe. Oh, yeah. So in any form, him getting in touch with you is probably dangerous. Also true. Um, so, yeah, the podcast covers um, just what Matt's been doing, really. Stuff about the job, thing, uh, stuff about the new gear that he's bought, because he obviously he's already bought more gear than most people have. For in a lifetime in less than a week there um, plus he's been out seeing some sites around town doing some kind of traditional Japanese stuff eating some crazy food um, that is all available at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds you said you're going to send it to me and you haven't yeah I will do I sort of don't really feel like I should have to be a Patreon subscriber no I think you should to, to hear these things I think you should really? Yeah. you just type in the password on the yeah. Patreon yeah, you oh I don't know what it is to. oh uh, it's uh, <laughs> Don't give that away. Anyway, with that, we should dive headfirst into a whole big barrel, a big swimming pool-sized barrel, a Joe Branton wine glass-sized barrel. Of, oh, wait, you didn't say what you've been up to this week. Uh, what have I done this week? Uh, I've been to a show that uh, where loads of expensive stuff is available um, and people wander around and moan about how they don't like it. 15 quid to get in and then they sort of wander around like oh that one's nice that one's not nice that's the, the vibe but also I have actually played quite a lot of guitar um, as I was talking about on previous podcasts um, I've started doing more like online guitar lessons and stuff been learning about sixths um, good band great band uh, and some sort of like uh, Steve Cropper lead lines basically I want to be able to play guitar like Steve Cropper <laughs> which is a big ask and I kind of only want to play in that style because that he's my favourite guitar player of all time. So, been uh, yeah doing a lot of lessons. Guitar's really hard. Like playing bass is quite easy. Bass uh, is very easy because you just like use one finger at a time and you just like play. There's sim- two fewer strings and you only use two of them. And you only use like one at once and one note at once with guitar. Like you've got to make chords and that, and it's like yeah. really difficult. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of um, going back to uh, yeah just from the start again basically like learning some inversions and things like that rather than just playing power chords which is what I've always done um, so yeah more on that I might do some YouTube stuff on it about like going back to the beginning and what I'm, what techniques I've been learning and stuff like that so uh, yeah it's, it hurts your hands playing guitar as well I know this is a Obviously, you know, we're a guitar-focused podcast. and People are just turning off. Well, like I've been a bass player. I've always been very open about the fact that I'm primarily a bass player who has a guitar to kind of mess around on and write songs on the guitar. But the sort of songs that I'm writing (laughs) for the sort of music that I do, it's power chords and like occasional like pentatonic solo, you know. When you actually like go, oh, yeah, I want to play some like soul or, you know, blues or pop, there's loads of chords and they're all really difficult. They're really, chords are really hard and uh, particularly like weird inversions uh, which is what I've been learning um, so yeah it's a bit of an eye opener really when people say like oh yeah no I'm struggling with guitar because I haven't I would say that I've not struggled to play guitar in the style that I play for about 15 years I learned how to do a power chord and then I just did that for the in next 15 places. years yeah. and that's really easy and now I'm learning something new and it's playing guitar is really difficult <laughs> And I kind of feel like I did 15 or whatever, 20 years ago when I was learning how to do a power chord. That was really hard. And now I'm suddenly back in that again, but with some, learning something else. Yeah, playing guitar is really hard. I, uh, I had a band practice for the first time in about six months this week. And... Uh, <clears throat> what were okay? you playing? You're, you sounds like you're dying a bit. Yeah, I'm just... No, I'm all right. I'm just feeling a little bit under the weather. I'm fine. But um, What sorry? did you play? Bass or guitar? Bass. <laughs> hence why your bass is out in this room that's why my bass is out in this room I've decided that because um, the band that we I started about a year ago is getting back into regular practicing um, I need to have I need to play bass more because I insist on using those 50 to 120 the best string the Dario strings great string They're good but that 120 is when you've not been playing bass for a while. I love it because I've because I've I've put 
in the corner of the room that we sat in, I did have my acoustic and I'd just pick it up and play it every now and again. But the difference between using the 52 or whatever that's on that, like the thickest string on my acoustic is only a little bit thicker than the thinnest string on that bass. Yeah. And it's like my hands were absolutely killing me the day after the band practice. So I've put that there and I'm just playing it every now and again just to uh, try and build those calluses back up that, I'd, that I've lost since not working in the guitar shop. Yeah, it, it definitely happens. I've been feeling it with like <coughs> doing these guitar lessons. It's like, oh, actually, yeah, my, my calluses aren't. And climbing actually helps with that, like keeps the fingertips kind of callous and stuff. But um, yeah, anyway... This is so ridiculous because we, you know, we do this every week, and now we're all just talking about like, oh yeah, playing guitar really difficult, really <laughs> hard. Anyway, but well, let's do, get back to what we do best, which is talk about guitars by diving in to a Joe Branton hangover size bundle of noobs. Okay, cool. I'm into it. Um, first up, PRS announced a brand new limited edition SE Custom Twenty Four. And uh, crucially, with a maple neck. Yes, in a really swanky range of colours as well. Yeah, a cool little six-colour option combo. Um, the SE Custom 24, you know, it's a great guitar for $799. Um, there's little out there that can top it. So add kind of a load of cool colours, which is what kind of PRS have been good at recently. Like, their SEs have really come up, like with the exotics... Earlier on, they did like yeah. they did the satin neck series. Um, there's that other that that fella who's got a signature model who came out recently. Can't remember his name. Tremonti. No, it doesn't matter. I can't remember his name either. Okay, but anyway, these ones. What makes these these totally cool is their maple necks. I mean, topical, I guess you know for for sort of the times. But um, but maple necked with kind of like a so they've got black bird inlays. And like black binding on their yeah. necks, so they look great. That's kind of how PRS have traditionally done maple necks. Is you oh, do, yeah, do so. like black inlays never, and birds. I just never see them. Yeah, but sorry, black bird inlays and binding. Um, but I don't think they've ever done a maple neck SE. I'm pretty sure they haven't. No, and it's a satin neck as well. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, that I think this is kind of like what people are after as well. The the, the colours that they're doing, they've got their tricolour sunburst. Um, but also they do like a purple burst, sapphire, um, a grey, and like you know. Then then there are some others. You know, there's there's like a, a fire red burst, whatever, and a vintage sunburst. But really, like the sapphire and the purple, uh, and the the purple burst are proper proper swag. I don't know what there's like a a greeny one. I don't know what the name of that color is in the range. I'm not sure which one it is, but they're totally cool. <laughs> That'd be and emerald, for, won't it? The green one. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, at sort of seven hundred ninety nine quid for an SE, I think this is—it's a bit of a no-brainer. Like at the moment, if you were thinking about getting an affordable PRS, which I think is becoming more and more what a lot of people should do, they, those exotics really changed my mind on PRSs and the CEs, yeah. obviously. But these these are totally cool. Definitely worth a punt. Yeah, I think that the um, trying to think of the guy's name now. Johnny Highland uh, is a had either has or had a PRS like full American signature model right. that was always my favourite PRS um, just because the neck was quite chunky but the main thing was that it was sat in maple neck uh-huh. um, and obviously I've never been able to afford you know a Johnny Highland signature because they were two and a half three grand something like that so interesting to see them carry over that kind of feel and that look to the SEs well that's it this, in, this in, sort of oh, uniqueness is that, no, no I was going to say instantly makes that like to me a much more attractive proposition than the standard ones yeah definitely interesting colours the satin neck the maple neck with binding yeah and all of these things in wrapped up in a 799 pound price tag i think is pretty good i think it's easier to do cheap maple than it is to do cheap rosewood as well you know when you got a really? guitar like that like six or seven hundred pounds like you can kind of tell that the rosewood is not as good as it would be on right. you know 1200 quid or 1400 quid whereas maple maple's but, kind of maple isn't it? yeah particularly if you do like a satin a nice satin finish uh-huh. um it usually makes the guitar feel more expensive than it actually is so yeah i'd be interested to um to play one and uh, and find out um someone else doing new limited edition models are fender with a brand new fsr um series of amp i guess um jay cross resident fender expert what's the uh, what's the deal so there's um the fsr range which is something that's been ongoing for a long time factory special run yeah um 
new stuff's coming out all the time. Uh, this is very cool. Just a cool little um, Blues Deluxe. So there's been a bunch of FSRs this year. There was the um, Bass Breaker. There was, yeah, it was Bass yeah, Breaker. Yeah, there was a Lack of Tweed, yeah. yeah. And there was um, the... The Royal, the... The so Black and Blue Princeton. That right, was fairly yeah. recent, wasn't it? That yeah. was only a few weeks ago, I think. Bordeaux. Yeah. Bordeaux. You're I just, you're just saying words. wines that you've drunk now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think there was a there was a, a Shabley Blues Junior. Yeah. Uh, TCP. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's not go down that route too far. Um, so yeah, there's a new um, Blues Deluxe, um, which is very cool. Uh, Emerald Emerald Wheat Blues Deluxe. So like a green cover with a wheat. Uh, oh, that's cool. Cloth. Uh, which is very nice, and the um, as usual with these with the amps, the speaker is different, and with this, you've got a Eminence Governor, um, which I think is more of a sort of mid rangey type speaker. Mm. I think I don't know. I've not plugged it in. Yeah, I um, obviously we've not had a chance to hear one of these yet. I couldn't tell you what that Eminence sounds like, um, but yeah, the Fender train kind of rolls on, doesn't it? And you know, the Hot Rod uh, Deluxe is a great amp um, it's just I guess they do you have... want one in green well it's not there even we that <laughs> it's not even that really it's you know they're not going to release they're not going to discontinue the Hot Rod Deluxe so that they can change the speaker for example so no. FSRs kind of make sense yeah um, and uh, yeah that means that you know these cool we get cool colours as well as getting like you know cool speaker choices and stuff like that yeah and speaking of colours uh, that's not the only um, not the only FSR oh what Amp? No, guitars. Okay, are you allowed to talk about this? I am because they are announced tomorrow. tomorrow. Which what, is what if I put this podcast out tonight? Well, you're not going to. Well, well to be and f- I mean, even to if be you fair, are, my business already jumped the gun and and put out all the information on this anyway. Oh well, fine. There we go. Well, there we go. But yeah, so there are. Should you be saying that? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Good. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure no one at Fender will find out. Wait, <laughs> you work. It's at me. <laughs> Let me ask the boss. The boss is me. Um, so yeah, there's going to be, um, and, and I mean, these are all over the internet. They, they, they've been. They, uh, Joe's company isn't the only people to have leaked them. They they appeared all over, so it's fine. It's, Joe's just uh, leaking everywhere all but, the time. Um, <laughs> so something that I am, um, I've been very excited about announcing these. Um, I found out about them on more or less my first week at Fender, and just haven't been able to talk about them. So there's a whole load of FSR uh, offsets. So there's a couple of new Geosonics. There's a um, a surf green and a canary diamond. Which what, is that? what is that? Canary diamond. It's like a really lovely pale yellow. Okay. It looks fantastic. Mm, interesting. Um, we've got a uh, a Mustang bass in yeah. capri orange. Capri orange. It's pretty sweet. Brand's eyes are just lit up. No, I already know about it. There's okay. the. Uh, it's, there's a, a, it's a Mustang with a PJ setup as well. Oh so yeah. Not the. Yeah. Not the trad one. They're following yeah. the line of what the the, the current Mustang offsets are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also a um, Mustang with P90s uh, in Sunburst, which is very nice. That looks great, actually. With a with a pearl Black guard. Oh yeah, pearl guard. Pearl guard. guard yeah. yeah, sure. Let's go. It's, pearl. it's sitting in my office. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I still haven't seen them in real life. <laughs> so, so um, pink with a sparkly guard, basically. No, no, no. That, it's sunburst. That's sunburst. Oh, sunburst. And then with a the guard. absolute piece de resistance. A shell pink Mustang yes. with a perloid guard. Yes. I cannot wait. I'm a hundred percent going to buy one of these. So we, yeah, we already sold through the pinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but apparently, like, I, apparently, they're really backed up already. Yeah. You might not get one. I'm sure I'll be able to get my hands on one. I th- so all of these, all of these guitars are hitting the ground at around four hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. Which is this is just the best idea. I hate praising Fender, but this is a great idea. Making affordable, interesting, unique guitars that have an edge that aren't a Strat Rotelli that are yeah coming well, away mean, from it, this tired market. It kind of goes back to what the Mustangs were originally, which is yeah. their cheap starter guitar. Well, yeah, and I mean, I realise four hundred and fifty pounds isn't. A, uh, it's not something that you, someone could just walk down and buy with pocket change. But this that, is this the students buying them. This is completely. the indie kids buying. Yeah, them. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm not surprised that Gak have sold so many because BIM is right there, the Brighton yeah. Institute of Modern Music. You've that's exactly the demographic of people who people who've got a bit of disposable income and want something cool and interesting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think these will. Um, this is going to be 
definitely on for gear of the year. I think this is one of Fender's best releases. Um, yeah, they're just going to go crazy. Joe, earlier you talked about your new best friend, Tor, from TC Electronics. Yes. Um, did you get around to talking about the brand new TC Electronics Quintessence Harmonizer? We did, yes, because he brought one along. Um, actually, along with a, a one-off trial pedal that, that he's made that I did put on our Instagram, which I'll talk oh, about in a, in, okay. in a bit as well. Uh, Are you allowed to? Yes, yeah, I absolutely am. He okay. bought it. He knew. He was like... Well, it's not in it's not in production it's because they don't have okay, to the, okay sorry. only for the accent. <laughs> he said it's not in production because they don't know if they can make it. But it was like, well, you've brought it to like this event full of like YouTubers, yeah, with like millions of subscribers between us. And he's like, oh yes, it will be fine. Okay, so, well, know, fine. Well, I guess so, we can uh, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Uh, but anyway, the the quintessence was actually launched. It came out on like the day three, but we we had the first like two days to mess around with it yeah no i didn't do my tone print on it even though i thought it was really cool nick reinhardt did and uh he spent a whole day with the tone print software like messing around working out what it can do because it's incredible and i have to say this was my first encounter across the board with the mash foot switch function oh yeah okay i can't believe how good it is like i remember us talking about the mash foot switch foot switch foot switch foot switch um, when it first came out on the Hall of Fame 2 and I th- and I me, think me I... saying me saying that it looked really cool and sounded really cool and you before yeah. you knew that Tor was a, uh, a, a podcast listener yeah. were like nah this is rubbish yeah I think I think I remember I think I got the new segment and I was saying well they've added a shimmer and some mash foot switch I don't know how well that's going to work because it doesn't sound like it should work it's a pressure sensitive like foot switch on off foot switch like they can't, how can you have pressure sensitivity within a centimeter's yeah, worth yeah. of movement yeah yeah but it's really good it's really good and the cool thing so the quintessence is a um it's a harmonizer but how do they describe it it's a dual voiced harmonizer um and it's the the cool thing about it so we all know what a harmonizer does this allows you to choose sort of you know thirds fourth sixth a third and a fifth and it allows you to choose the scale from like you know lydian scales blah 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 yeah. you, you can choose what scale it's working within the mix and then you choose a starting key for it which is which is pretty cool that's incredibly involved for a harmon a harmonizer but then what i really like is if you don't use the tone print software if you just use the pedal as it is then that mash switch can be used to dive bomb into your harmonizer or or go up into your okay. harmonizer. So like whammy functionality, basically. Yes, on an intelligent, like usable harmonizer. But if you if you use the software, then you can choose loads of other parameters for it to affect. Like it could affect the mix. It could change the harmony. Like it, it you know, it can you can assign all these other things to it that, that just make it really really cool. But um. Yeah, I think we need to see some mash stuff for again yes. potential uh, gear of the year <laughs> candidates. I thought I thought this was great. There's on the on the other podcast that I'll put out and on one of the videos where Nick Reinhardt's talking about the um, the tone print that he made using this pedal. I think that's the best example of it because he made it so he had um, because it's got some delay functionality on there that you can access within the tone print. So he had a scale setup. So when he hit a note he had it so it would do a few things so when he hits one note it would then if he goes duh, it would go de and he could do that wherever on the board just how did it go again so he go but then it would so it goes one more time duh, but then he'd add a delay on it so it sorry sounds like a doorbell no it does sound like a doorbell <laughs> I'm just going to go with, I'm just going with close encounters but you're right it does sound like a doorbell so just one more time <laughs> but then what I'm trying to get to is the point that it would go <laughs> sorry how did it go <laughs> I think it was one more dab the uh, first time oh okay Isn't just try again just trying to get to the point where he can he doesn't he have can, to play anything. he can play one note at the start of the set and then just leave yeah basically like and i think i think the the quintessence possibly has the ability to do that <laughs> uh it I, I think this was the most this was an actual step forward in like harmonizing pedals and i think it was the most versatile thing i've seen yet on the market for this i think tc have absolutely hit the nail on the head with this pedal 
Just do it one more time. <laughs> Talking about weird people uh, and pedals. Uh, Jay, tell us uh, about the Dwarfcraft Devices Grazer pedal. Yeah, so this is extremely strange. Uh, you're quite right talking about weird stuff. Yeah. So um, Dwarfcraft uh, described this as uh, described the grazer as a granular repeater and glitch machine. Now, what that essentially means is it takes samples of what you're playing. It then uh, m- sort of samples them in different ways. Will loop them occasionally, and will uh, you can affect the way that the the grains are uh, are mixing in with your sound. Right, it's very very difficult so to explain. Because it, 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 it flips, it plays things forward and backwards, and samples them at different speeds. And it'll and also rates. do things completely randomly depending on what you've set the controls at. Exactly. So this yes. sounds quite similar to that signature pedal that we had a, a little while ago. Yes, by the, that company, the Maleco. Yes. The Maleco, yeah, yeah, the uh, Maleco Charlie Foxtrot. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie Foxtrot. Fox yeah, that's, that's exactly what I thought of when I uh, was reading this. But having listened to a couple of demos of it, I think it will be. And I, I really like the the uh, the Maleco. Yeah, the Charlie, uh, the Charlie Foxtrot. I thought that was a great pedal, but. I think this is maybe a hair more usable. Oh, it, really? It sounded sweeter. I was, yeah. I, I mean, I just thought from because I haven't listened to any of the 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 samples of the grazer. I just thought from reading the description of it, it sounded more out there, like less usable. Yeah, but you've also got um, which, if if memory serves, you didn't have with the Maleco a mix control. There oh, is a right. mix control on the Maleco. There is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I seem to remember it just being. Just completely bananas. No, you could mix stuff in. Um, right, okay. But the... I don't know. Just from listening to those demos, it definitely sounds more usable. It's less kind of stuttery. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah. this It's more sounds, ambient yeah. than I, like an effect. Completely. And with the, uh, the, the demos that I've seen of this, um, it worked really well alongside, you know, other... Um, ambient style pedals yeah whereas the Maleco I, it just felt like a pedal that you used by itself and yeah. it was very 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 odd very very odd and this also odd but with a little bit more uh, usability That that's my impression of it anyway um, I'd be keen to get my hands on it and have a look but um, but yeah very very cool Dwarfcraft doing some cool stuff also doing some cool stuff Dark Glass Electronics you are all about your segues today. I love segues just into the next thing Dark Glass <laughs> no. Electronics have announced the Microtubes 500 head and brand new bass cabs to accompany it yeah so the cabs have been a bit of a long time coming I understand that Dark Glass have had some trouble sort of getting these cabs to the standard that they wanted because the they, they weren't doing they any cabs no okay. no but they had been bringing cabs to shows for quite some time yeah uh, but anyway yeah so Dark Glass pedal preamp company predominantly for bass preamps drives things like that for bass really high end like um, sort of replaced Tech 21 as well they haven't replaced them because I think everyone's still playing Tech 21s because there's nothing wrong with them but they're like a a higher priced version of that so um, yeah really great preamps recently moved into the amp market and released their their Microtubes 900 which was a 900 watt um, head we saw that at the guitar show, didn't yeah. we, in Birmingham? Well, I'm, I'm always so sceptical so skeptical about a head that's over a thousand pounds and uses Class D yeah. power amps because that's that like that's not like the Class D that part of it is a physically cheap part to use. So mm. everything else has to be very very premium. I don't. I'm not sure that it is. I think you can build Class D power amps that are. Expensive, uh-huh. but uh, as I understand, they don't build their own in-house. They right. they they use pre-existing parts, okay. the same as everyone else. Yeah, yeah. There's always my problem, and I think I had this problem with with Tech Twenty One when they released their Sansamp heads. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's great because they're moving it into a head, but all they did was put it alongside a cheap Class D, and it was like, well, you're still better off like using your better amp head and and their existing preamp. But anyway, these prove very popular. They do what they do, like Dark Glass have aimed at a metal market, and so for that reason, if you really if you don't like middle, 
then great. Then I think these are, which is exactly, I think, kind of what a lot of Class D amps aim at anyway. Yeah, kind of slightly more scooped. Exactly. Then these are perfect for this. Um, uh, Dave uh, from uh, Tosca and yeah. Dorje has recently left Ashdown and started using uh, dark glass stuff. Okay. Um, so, yeah, these look really cool. Great that they've made it more affordable. I think that was always the problem with the 900 is I don't think the sort of people playing dark glass are like shelling out 1200 quid for a head sure i think people buy proper stuff when they shelling that sort of money um and class d will never be proper stuff uh, <laughs> but it's uh it's really nice that they've also introduced a cab range you're uh, a class d <laughs> yeah, i know i know um but they've introduced cabs um again no 15s because the sort of people playing this stuff wouldn't want a real size cabinet so they do two tens and four tens um <laughs> I don't think we should let him talk about dark glass. Uh, I don't think we either. should let him talk about anything ever again. They, so they look really cool. If this he's is not, the thing. if he's not met them, and they they haven't, <laughs> if he if he's not met them and they've not told him that they they think he's funny, he just doesn't care. Yeah, basically, unless they bought him a shot. Yeah, he's, uh, he doesn't care. When did you meet Paul Reed Smith? Uh, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm uh, for for a thing at GAC recently. Did you actually? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. He go, he go. him up, and he'll uh, say nice things. Yeah, he yeah he gave us some cool stuff. Anyway, um, the, the, my legitimacy is is waning. You're making it sound like I'm I'm not uh, impartial. Anyway, no one's ever thought you're legitimate. The cabs are totally cool. So they do. So in the same theme as the sort of the sort of uh, Mac Mini look of the head, uh, they've gone for this sort of whitewash birch cabinets um with like a, a white grill and the dark glass logo which is super cool it's yeah like black swirly kind of classy really strong look like like visually i think for a brand like it's like oh wow this is like this looks like how modern stuff looks well they're scandinavian like though, stylish they? Scandin- yeah. scandinavians that's what they do yeah they i guess do so stylish stuff i guess so it's just you know you look at like ashdown who i use ashdown stuff i really like the sound of ashdown amps and you know they still have a baby blue grill and a vu meter like, yeah well that's because ashdown do what ashdown are they is ashdown british yeah ashdown's yeah. british ashdown do what british people do well which is be boring yeah you know that's that's exactly exactly makes it and there's nothing Reliable, wrong with that you know. yeah you know i'm not there's nothing wrong with it it's just that's what that's what british people do and that's yeah. what scandinavians do yeah i guess so i guess so but yeah these they do look great and and for what it's worth like um uh dave uh, from Tosca sounds fantastic through it. It's absolutely, I think, a perfect rig for um, for sort of like heavier, more metal orientated players. I think they're really great stuff, but they are pricey. They are, they are not a cheap brand. Talking about pricey, we uh, are up over an hour, so we are going to head to the Patreon. Patreon dot com. Sorry, hang on. Talking about pricey. Wait, we're over no, an no, hour. Let me, let me finish the segment. Oh, okay. Do it again. Talking about pricey, we're over an hour, so we are going to head over to Patreon, oh, where from oh. as little as $1 a month, you can support the Guitar Nerds podcast. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad-free and early. $5 a month gets you the extra half an hour of Guitar Nerds content every single week. Plus interview to uh, interview plus access to all the uh, previous uh, episodes that we've done, plus all the interviews that we've done, plus the mini series like Joe Branton's Rant On and the new series Matt in Japan. Plus we're recording season two of Branton's Rant On next week, um, so that will be up uh, probably some way into when Matt uh, Matt has done a few episodes of his tour diary. Plus gear of yesteryear before the end of the year, where we go through old guitar magazines and talk about the stuff in there, um, and then at ten dollars you get your name read out like this there we go. Um, yeah, I was trying to remember exactly how it went, and I think that was a good enough approximation. <laughs> you, excuse me. Sorry? Sorry? I what? think we're all getting sick. Please donate to the <laughs> Patreon. Sick of you. Because we might all die of this illness. Oh, and, uh, oh, oh, do you know what I want to talk about on the Patreon as well? Go on. I've been turned. Okay. 
We'll find out what that means by going to patreon.com forward slash guitarners where we talk about Joe being turned. We're also going to answer a whole ton of your questions from Facebook. Uh, if you want to join in the conversation, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitarners forum. You can go to Twitter at, in, uh, at Instagram. God, <laughs> I'm really starting to feel it. At guitarners at guitarners on Instagram as well. Plus, you can go to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash guitarners videos. Um, and if you see me in the street, I'm really tired and ill so just give me a little hug and uh, just send me on my way feeling a little bit better than I did before we met thanks very much and we'll see you next week ta-ta cheers Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.